This is The M Word, a Studio 52 production, hosted by Ben Earl. Hello, so here we are, episode 22 of The M Word, uh, and what's been going on? Well, last week, Darren, who is the visual director at Studio 52, um, decided that he would try and knock the studio over by reversing his car into it at high speed. Now, he maintains that there was some kind of depth illusion created by the carport area, and he felt that, uh, I don't know, somebody with a bird or something. I just maintain he's terrible at driving, and he just doesn't know where the back of his car is. But that was really exciting, because I was watching him from a distance. And you know that scene in Wayne's World, where he goes up to the the, the kind of window of the, of the church and kind of goes, no, and just kind of bangs on it. I was doing that to Darren, kind of, you know, convinced that obviously he would see, even though the inside of his car was beeping, going beep, 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 you know, the, the proximity detector, whatever the heck it is, but that was beeping as well. Didn't pay any attention. I just saw it go, doom, into the side of the studio. That's it. And the thing is, it's not really that exciting for you, but um, I just like the fact that if he listens back to this, he'll hear me saying that he can't drive. Terrible driver. Can't judge space or anything. It's just um, it's an excuse to annoy him. So yes, that happened. What else is there? Um, I was thinking about the fact that uh, I've done a couple of podcasts recently, and it's still difficult to get into podcast mode, you know, into kind of the flow of doing it. It is very difficult to do so. And um, I do kind of feel like I've been in a holding pattern for a year. This, 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 whole year has basically been this sense of waiting for something to lift before something else happens and it's kind of quite difficult to get into a into a kind of flow with that uh, I'm kind of trying to rediscover that again um, by just kind of being here and talking um, but yeah it, it it feels different feels different but it's fine it's fine so what else what else is there oh yes um, so I listened back to the last podcast and I realised there was an area where I was talking about magic, trying to kind of concentrate on effect and them and all that type of stuff. And what I was trying to say, I should have mentioned the phrase, you know, trying to get them to suspend their disbelief. That would have been clearer. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I know that Patello has described it as the unwilling suspension of disbelief. Um, you, another way that I often think about it is, is not even a subject of belief. It's like you're trying to bypass belief entirely, um, which I suppose would be suspending disbelief. But that's still kind of talks about belief I, I don't know anyway the, the point is I think that um, you know when you watch a film you are you, you engage within the rules of that game and I, I think that what I was trying to basically make the point of is that we all love playing with uh, magic moves and sleight of hand and, and routines and different things coming out but I, I'm not sure if we're spending enough time trying to uh, get them to participate in our game you know, on, 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 on in, in the way that we want them to. You know, we should spend more time trying to kind of pull them into an experience where they can suspend disbelief in a way for us to be able to create what we want to create. Not that we're trying to kind of create this idea that we can ha do these things with real magic powers, but I think that there's there are levels, um, much more depth that can come out of playing with that stuff, and I think there are many more levels that we can explore uh, in that area. I, I just find it a fascinating thing. You know, it's all well and good doing cool moves. Uh, I mean, look, the, the classic example of the kind of controls that are out there, there's people endlessly coming up with new car controls and new things and different ways. And, you, and it's fun. It is fun. But ultimately, it should be about deception. And 90% and of the time, it's you're, you're running while no one's chasing you. What you're really doing is trying to perform a move for the sake of performing a move. Um, 
And I think that as a result of that, people are often doing all this process in order to fool people with this perfect control when the, the end result is they've just found a card or, or, or something else is, is lacking. I, I just think that there is a lot more that we can all explore um, in terms of trying to do stuff that, that, that kind of moves beyond um, and is more deceptive. Uh, tactics and techniques for getting them to suspend disbelief or bypass belief in new ways where you can engage in a different process. I, th I think that that is more, was what I was trying to say in last week's episode, but I was um, talking around the houses because I don't really have the podcast flow yet. <clears throat> and uh, it is just coming off the top of the dome, so I don't, oh, look, check me out, it's being all like gangster rap. I was being like a freestyle rapper then. Because I'm on my own, it's coming off the top of the dome. Oh, Jesus, Ben, shut up. It's off the top of the head. Don't say off the top of the dome, Ben. What's wrong with you? Pratt. Um, yes. So, yeah, and I was I was just thinking about that, that whole notion because I watched a program on um, the depths that are in the Mona Lisa, the painting by Da Vinci, now, most of the time, I don't really care. Just a picture, right? And there was all these kind of very interesting hidden depths in the picture in terms of, um, you know, the way in which the background flows into part of what she was wearing and the kind of off set of the horizon, which creates the illusion of movement in her and the fact that sharp focus and kind of um, peripheral focus uh, means that when you look at her eyes, it feels like she's smiling. And when you look at her smile, it feels like she's not. And so it creates this kind of internal movement in the picture. Um, and these different, all these different, it was, it was really, really interesting deep dive on on the depths that were, were, were in that painting. And all of a sudden, I had a kind of a different appreciation for it. Um, and, you know, all of a sudden, there was this kind of, it was much more engaging. It wasn't just a picture that I could dismiss. Um, and so I think there are kind of ways to pull people in. I don't mean that we start lecturing at people, but I think there are ways to kind of pull people in sometimes to the work. I don't know if that made any sense. Maybe it didn't. I don't care. I don't care. I think that um, I think that people's knowledge um, or appreciation of magic is matched by their knowledge of it. You know what I mean? I, I, th I think, I don't know what I'm saying. I just think there's a lot of stuff in in terms of how we pull people in and what we're doing and what we're saying that still isn't quite explored. We're still stuck on just doing tricks and doing new moves. And I think it's in history will show that there was a kind of a massive technical rise in this kind of, let's say, last 20 years, um, but not necessarily great development in terms of um, something else, the deception, the psychology of it, I think is is kind of lacking in a lot of ways. It's not, it's not this bad. I just feel that if you looked at the same scaling of development in technique and I don't feel that we've done that in other areas, and it might be interesting to do so. Yes. <clears throat> um, which reminds me, I'm going to introduce a new feature right now. That's right. And uh, this is a brand new feature. And uh, let me just do this. This is called... Uh, oh, my God, I hate that effect. <clears throat> For those that don't know, um, I do play the Spanish guitar. Or I play any guitar in a Spanish way. You decide. Ready? <clears throat> so this is, uh, oh my god, I hate that effect. Uh, here goes. Uh, card on ceiling is terrible. Because people just basically see it on the ceiling and are more concerned with how it's sticking there. And generally, I just don't really get it. It's kind of a much worse version of card through window or anything else. Card on ceiling is really bad. 
I don't really think it's that deceptive, it, doesn't it feel like it's on the top of the deck anyway, and you just throw it up there, but you put some sticky stuff on it maybe, and then it's stuck there, that's kind of rude, because it's not your ceiling, card on ceiling's bad. Card on ceiling, no. Um, yeah, we'll see if that, that feature comes back, um, I don't know. Oh, that's what happens if I see a guitar within reach. So, <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Um, I'll tell you one thing, I'll be totally honest. There is uh, I, there is definitely a sense of me at the moment that I feel like a little bit, a combination of burned out and scatty and jacked up on sugar and bored all at the same time, which is kind of slightly schizophrenic. I like a one, on one level, I just... I. I kind of don't want to talk about magic or do magic or do anything. On another level, I'm kind of like super excited to explore it. Uh, and I'm, I'm definitely fed up of looking at screens and being around tech and other stuff and being kind of isolated. But then I'm also kind of interested exploring others. I don't know. I just, like I said, I feel very um, strange. And I, I think not in a bad way. Don't worry. I'm fine. No one needs to send me flowers or cakes. I'm fine. I'm fine. But um, it made me start thinking a lot about the fact that I think it's important to look after your mental health because I have a lot of things that keep my mental health in check. You know, I have friends and family that um, tell me I'm useless all the time. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? I have friends and family that are kind of, you know, there's a lot of humour and stuff around and keeps a lot of that stuff in check. And um, that's useful. And also I spend a lot of time thinking about thinking about the, the right thing to do. You know, there's a, not that one, I don't, listen, I don't really want to be one of those people that quotes people, you know what I'm saying? Leonardo da Vinci said, blah, 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 blah. Because I always feel like, and by the way, like I have quotes like that in my head. But um, sometimes I just feel like quite a prat doing it. That said, there is a great uh, Marcus Aurelius quote. Um, and uh, that is that the, uh, the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. I think there's a lot in that. Uh, by the way, um, Marcus Aurelius, for those that don't know, he was um, depicted by Russell Crowe in Gladiator. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's a fact there. And I think that um, yeah, the reason I, I say that is I think that um, there are so many people that aren't happy and there are so many people that are stressed about many, many things. And I think that no, look, there are obviously loads of reasons um, and loads of things happening now and generally in life that are challenging. But I think there are so many people that don't really try and keep their own mind in, in check. And there's a lot of hatred that they spew out into the world. Um, and a lot of the time that hatred is just what they fear they see in themselves. And, and, and it has a negative effect on you. It's like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. It's kind of, you're the person that loses out. And yet, really what you have to do is look after yourself, look after your ability to um, to remain positive. You almost have a responsibility um, to be positive and to try and find happiness. And I think looking after your mental health is very important. 
Um, and a lot of people that don't think they have to look after their mental health because they think, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, but we all do. Uh, unless you don't have a mind, then maybe not. But um, we, we all do have, have to look after it. And we will definitely uh, encounter periods of our life that are tougher than others. Um, so I think it's very, very important. And most of the time, uh, I mean, it definitely takes effort and conditioning and, it, and, and, and but it is achievable but, but for me most of the time it comes down to not looking at the rest of the world in a negative way I know that you know, so many people I know that everything else is negative external and what it often is for me is a manifestation of of how they feel internally um, and so I think it starts with that is kind of learning to try and look more positively at other things you know, not even just yourself, not even thinking about yourself in a positive way or anything like that, but just looking uh, at the rest of the world in a more positive way is is very useful. And ultimately, it's not to have some kind of happy, clappy, hippie, tree-huggy, love-the-world nonsense. It's about trying to actually remain strong and in a position of control where you can um, embrace everything uh, with a sense of purpose and happiness. I, th I think it's really important anyway. Yes. Do you know what? Here's a weird, a weird um, analogy to this. I, you often see this in sportsmen. Um, there's an amazing squash player, uh, Tosuki. Many amazing squash players, but um, his temperament has kind of caused him to lose in the past matches, and lately, his temperament has got much better, and he's improved as a squash player. You see this: the, the mindset of kind of sportsmen that when they're young. You know, they're too eager to rush in or they get aggressive too quickly or they get, you know, knocked off their center by their opponent mentally or anything else. But the, the strong person is a person that's able to look at it the other way and get control of their mind more than anything else. And I think it's just a, it's a really important thing to, to think about. I know that I'm probably teaching most of, you, most of you to suck eggs because you know what I'm talking about. But I just think it's a really, you have to purposefully look after it. You, you really do. And I think especially in this last 12 months, it's important to kind of, check in with yourself and you know pay attention to things that matter in your life pay attention to the things you love about your magic your family your friends the things that are around instead of concentrating on the things that are negative because they are always going to be there you'll have an endless source and supply of things to be bitter at it will never disappear but you can choose to flip that it is a choice you can choose to flip that and look at things differently and it's you know it will benefit you tremendously. I don't even know how we got why we went down that route. Why did we go down that road? I don't know. Something to do with card on ceiling. I'll blame card on ceiling. Oh, do you know what? Talking of other things, if anyone um, wants to check out something worth reading, read the, the Man in the Arena by Theodore Roosevelt. Read that. It's very good. Very, very good for mental health stuff. Anyway, um, yes, yeah, so you have a uh, responsibility to... Um, Look after that, I think. And I think it's smart, because if you don't, you're the one that loses out. Um, so, yes, there's that. But let's let that go now, Benjamin. Let's let that go. What else are we going to talk about? Well, um, so let's think about some magic stuff. So, one, um, I, I technically have dedicated everything to magic, I think. Like, it's, it's kind of, artistically, at least, it's the only thing I kind of care about. You know, I don't really like doing or thinking about anything else. Um... I think it's kind of the only way to get good at anything. You have to give yourself a chance to get good at something, I think. Uh, um, but there are elements of, of what I'm doing which I'm kind of itching for some new direction and um, I certainly don't want to look at cameras anymore. <laughs> um, or at least not laptops and Zoom and everything else. Um, I think that 
one of the things that this last 12 months has made me focus on really is um sorry, I, I had a kind of a burp thing that I held back there I don't know if anyone could sense that sense the tension in the moment but that's what happened I don't think it came out no I held it in I'm a professional I've got some control but I'm just letting you know I'm honest that's what happened Anyway, um, yeah, so I kind of, there's an element of me that wants to be able to move forward and find new direction in a lot of stuff. So there's definitely this kind of like fluxing ball of not feeling like I'm in the right um, kind of flow for podcasting. Um, feeling like I kind of need to uh, clarify a couple of things on previous podcasts. Also kind of um, think about mental health, like not only my own, but everything else. I think this is an idea of mental health being, you know, only when you're nuts, when you're bonkers, when you, when, you know, you're a crazy person, do you need to do that? I think, you know, it's something that we, we are doing inevitably, like every single day, which is, are we doing a good job of it? We're always doing something to, you know, the lies we tell ourselves or the things that we do, whatever those things are. Um, I just think that this year is, uh, I think it's brought a lot of things into focus and that's very good. But again, I've already gone over that, Ben. So why not talk about something else? Ah, yes, I know. I know. So in the last podcast, here's something. Talking about mental health or talking about how to look after yourself. This is, see, look at this. This is a link off the dome. Um, Talking of looking after ourselves, when I did listen back to the previous podcast, I thought... Who is this man I see before me talking of candles and pyjamas? He has got soft. I suddenly thought I was talking, like, there's nothing wrong with pyjamas or candles, right? But I was talking about the fact that how, you know, I love, it's really good and they're great and everything and pyjamas, why getting, I'm like, man, your mind's getting soft, Benjamin. It's getting very soft indeed. You need to snap out of it. You have been 12 months of basically sitting indoors and have eating Ferrero Rochers and brioche and sitting in pajamas and car and slippers probably. You have become soft. Your ancestors that were, you know, fighting off saber toothed tigers and taking down woolly mammoths would not be proud. So I thought that what I've got to do is I've got to reignite uh, my hard human self my man stuff so um a man quest <laughs> uh that could be taken so many ways so i so here's what um i did the other where can i find this now i wrote this down hang on it's on my phone so i wrote a list of things that i'm going to do glad I remembered this because this is now giving me this to talk about on here so here we go so I have a list of of things that I'm going to do as part of my man quest to shake myself out of the soft silly doughy nature that I was you know slipping into so here we go here's a little list of I don't know what order I'm going to do these things what I'm going to probably do is post about them on social media I might put a few photographs of me doing some of these up feel free to join in feel free to be a part of the man quest and uh, hashtag man quest <laughs> ah so dumb there's definitely something wrong with my brain in other ways but be part of the the hashtag man quest and uh, and uh, do some of these things with me. So this is what I have in here so far. I have watch a martial arts film. Watch Predator, Rocky, and Die Hard back to back, right? Watch sport and shout at the TV. Take a cold shower. 
run up a hill, right? How about I do that to that Kate Bush song? It's a great song. Um, do weights and work out, right? Drill something with a drill. Hammer something with a hammer. Uh, use an axe, probably to chop wood. Lift something heavy. Use a chainsaw. There we go. Back another man into a parking space. Right, here we go with the link again. You're welcome, Darren. That's what I'm going to be doing next week. I'm going to back Darren into a proper car park space so that he doesn't knock the studio down. <laughs> Part of the man quest. You're welcome, Darren. Um, make a fire. Rip something apart with my bare hands. Uh, drink beer. Easy. Cook steak. Easy. Um, what else? Uh, survive being interrogated. Okay, that's a bit... That's fine. Uh, play the guitar like a boss. Well, we all know I can do that. Uh, have whiskey and a cigar and take pictures of it with you posing in a cool way. <laughs> yes, of course, that definitely makes me more manly. Um, look moody. Um, get a tattoo. Well, we'll think about that one. Um, hunt something. Mm -mm. Hunt something. Yeah, I can do that. Paint a room. Yep. Paint a room. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, chop down a tree. I've kind of got chopping wood over there, but we'll do that. Uh, and these ones are my best ones. This is great. Um, <clears throat> save a princess and then bed her. <laughs> who knows who wrote this list? Um, slay a dragon. Uh, and then the last one is uh, protect and save a village from bandits yes so i'm gonna i'm gonna do all these things uh as a part of my man quest over the next few weeks in order to stave off the soft pathetic wave of nothingness that seemed to be sweeping across me and making me love pajamas and candles too much so that's what i'm going to be doing join me on the hashtag man quest be a part of it um, think about your mental health, think about what we're doing with magic and how to bring people in, uh, and yes, card on ceiling is terrible, and, you know, um, next time round we'll have another effect. Until then, I don't know, do some of those things. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and uh, we'll see you soon. This was a Studio 52 production. For more information, visit studio52magic.com or find us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Studio52Magic.